You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. Did it finish playing? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You couldn't hear it? No. Mine was way down. Why can't you hear it? Probably because I didn't do that. That's okay, though. I feel like you're so powerful, though, with this new rig (laughs) setup. I mean, I'm ensorcelled by all of the pastel colors and all of the pretty nature of your your Rodecaster Pro here and our new, uh, what's this, Gator Frameworks. These are our new mic stands, and you ordered new mics, too? I did. Wow, you're getting all sort of, you know, sort of techno fancy over here. I wanted to up the quality. Oh, so increase the quality. Yes, so that that was the goal. I was like, okay, how do we do this? I'll it, it's time to upgrade equipment. Like these mics are, while they've been effective, they're turds, man. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Um, I really noticed it when uh, Roger got a new set of microphones and he brought them over, and we were recording with those, and they are basically equally crappy quality, but they're dynamic microphones, so it makes all the difference in the world. And I was like, holy shit. As opposed to the surround sound microphones, what are they called? Condenser. Condenser. Yeah. So condensers, condenser mics are great for like a studio scenario where you have a very controlled environment and not a lot of things close together doing something. So like if I was just recording one guitar coming out of an amp or one person's vocals and they were staying in the same spot, it would be great. In a situation like this where we have two people not far from each other, and we kind of move around a little bit because we're nodding and talking and it's not, it's a little more free form. Like that's where these become less effective. Oh, well, there's your word of wisdom. That was it. That's it. This is a great show, Chris. It was great. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you having me on. Well, you're welcome. I do. <laughs> I aim to please, you know. Oh, you please. Good. And your aim is pleasing. It That's, is accurate. I, I thought you were going to say something yeah, like that. It, so it is. I mean, from from ten paces, Chris can put a whole load in a nostril. You pick a nostril, and Chris will clog it. This is true. This is true. The old lady looked at me because she knows it's true. Yeah. So yesterday, I, I I texted you yesterday, and I was you like, did, and you were like, remind me about a conversation I overheard mm-hmm. about a guy quoting, misquoting, basically attributing a quote to one person who you believe belonged to another person. Yeah. Now, that gave me the idea for a topic, and I was like, okay, an effective or a good topic for today would be things that fucking grind your gears with friends and stuff. Uh, I not, thought we were just going to be like hashtag fake news. No, no, no. Like not so much with uh, with your significant other because I feel like we've talked about that. Before. Oh sure, yeah. But we we've think not, we've, I think we've ground that into the ground. But we've not really got into it with other social stratospheres. So we're gonna get into one of those, like shit that drives you crazy with your friends. Yes, yes. So I'm out and about, and this guy is like, "We have nothing to fear but fear itself." Ronald Reagan said that. Actually, it was what, Winston Churchill. Uh, I don't even think it was Churchill. 
I think that we need to. No, I think we need to because yeah. I know it wasn't fucking Reagan. No, it was Churchill during World War II. Uh, I believe it was an American president, and I believe was that it Harry it, Truman. Uh, I believe it was FDR. Hey Google, hey Google, who said you have nothing to fear but fear itself? Franklin D. Roosevelt, you were... So I'm an idiot, too. Now, what I would have never done... Thank you, Google. You're the best, Google. Google's the best. Listen, folks, the singularity has already happened. I know that I've probably said that before, but always, always thank your AI. Oh, yeah. No, I totally do, because when when shit hits the fan and it gets really mad at me... I wanted to be like, you know what? Yeah. Chris I was so fucking I, bad. I appreciate the labor of my uh, artificially intelligent overlord. Do you? Yeah, I do. That's good. So anyway, so yeah. you you so, were mad because he misquoted he attributed it to to I Reagan knew. and you were gonna attribute it to Churchill and But it was it actually was, Roosevelt. And it was it was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Nothing to fear but fear itself. All I knew is I'm like, fucking Reagan never said that. Yeah. Um and you're like 50 years off so i was like that's fucking weird but i didn't want to say anything but i was like you shouldn't misquote people like if you don't know you don't say it just to sound smart i didn't even look up the quote i just knew it wasn't that fucker you know what i mean and i i wouldn't use that quote and quoted somebody i would use the quote but not quote them does that make sense it if it, I don't know where it came from. It I, does you'd say i'm not sure to whom to attribute this quote but you have nothing to fear but fear itself Nothing, not failure, not fatal tragedy. Oh, wait a minute. Now I started going into a Rush lyric. So, yeah, he says this to some girl that he's clearly trying to Put date. his penis in, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if they're already dating or yeah. whatever. I, I'm guessing they but are. But his intent is to stick a hot load to her inside. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. I he's gotcha. like, yeah. you are impressed with what I know of this world. And what he knew of this world was very little, and it showed by his haircut and the shirt that he was wearing. But that didn't matter. Now... Now I feel like that we've we've done sort of a drive by grazing with shitting on this individual. But what 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 was wrong with this individual's t-shirt okay. and or haircut? So his haircut was just it was a hasty buzz cut. Okay, quarantine, whatever. That's one of those things I could see past. I've sloppy, got a, chunky. Yeah, yeah, I've got a yeah, shitty yeah. haircut too. I get it. You don't have um, a haircut, Chris. Exactly. Your hair is just long and frazzled. So I'm like, okay, whatever. No big deal there. Um, but his shirt was... The dude was basically a redneck. Okay, huh? he had the shirt with the cut-off sleeves, but it's not like they were just cut off here. They were cut down, you know, to like oh, yeah, his the, fucking... Oh, the whole sidewall yes, showing, yes, right? So you yes. can see his, you know, side his move. fucking beer and, gut. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, no one wants to see that. No, no. So I'm like, dude, clearly you landed somebody that was a little out of your league here and you're trying to impress her. I get it. We all fucking do that when we feel like we landed. I got this girl. I try to seem smart in front of her. Generally, I don't, but I try. So I get it. But I'm just like, don't fucking misquote people, you dick. And look like that. Like, so, so had he been an Adonis, right? Had he been sort of, you know, upper middle class, ripped, then, if you know. He, see, his class didn't matter to me. Apparently it did because you referred to him as a redneck. Yeah, redneck didn't mean class. Redneck was... Uh, redneck most decidedly means class. That means you could usury. Have, that is redneck. You could have some super good looking Billy Bob motherfucker like Matthew McConaughey. And you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, you can be as dumb as you want because you're pretty. This guy wasn't pretty. Okay, I gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't give a fuck where they're from. 
I grew up poor. You know, whatever. Um, just hide your dumb. Right. I mean, I grew up poor for a white person. Jesus. <laughs> so, okay, what what's one of those things with friends that kind of just gets under your skin? Well, I mean, I'm a I'm a big big fan, and I don't want to throw anybody under the bus because it'll be shitty. But I'm a big, big fan of the role-playing game, the Dungeons & Dragons, the Shadowrun, the Savage Worlds, the mm-hmm. tabletop RPGs. And for a long, long time, I game with a person who they just, if they didn't like the decision that you made as a player, they just wouldn't let you do it. What? They're like, I, I think I'm going to do this. Well, you realize that that's stupid and it's going to get you killed. Or uh, essentially you get to the point with this person where you're like, fuck it, you know, you tell me what I do. You tell me what my character does. What am I doing, Dan? I'm just going to sit here. You tell me when to roll dice. You tell me what fucking action to take, and I'll play your goddamn game. You just tell me what I'm doing. That sounds stupid. It it was frustrating. So you stopped playing with him? No, no, because he's one of my closest friends, and, I mean, we don't play together all that much, but... Did you yeah. murderize him? No, I did have a temper tantrum. And did you really? Yeah, I, I totally threw a fit. I'm a very pissy, temper tantrum kind of person. I threw a fucking kind of person. D&D yeah, no, I fit. Did, I did. Throw, I throw a lot of fits at gaming, which I suspect that I am many other people's pet peeve when it comes to tabletop gaming. But that is one thing that irritates me. Um, or being told what I think. That drives me... Fu- no, you don't believe no no you shut up you want to fucking eat my goddamn knuckles i'm telling you what i think that was a good one oh i I, just, I fucking hate it man i hate it that, that's oh. when you can tell somebody you don't tell me what i think yeah yeah you don't tell me what i say you don't tell me what i think you don't say that to yeah. me. But then my wife will kick me in the balls, and as I'm on the ground vomiting from intense pain, she'll say, if I, if I want to know what you think, I'll fucking tell you. So, eh, you know. Is that what she told you? No! Jesus Christ, I'm kidding. My I was wife, like, I'll go punch that lady in the my, neck. My wife has hit me one time, and that's it. Once. Because it'll never fucking happen again. You, you see, you heard mine giggle. Yeah. She's like, I've hit Chris so many times. Yeah. And he told me that he would murderize me if it continued. Uh, the, the thing that people do, and this is very, very universal, a pet peeve of mine. Now, and I know we talk about spouses, and this isn't about our spouse. This is about friends, but it irritates me when everybody does it, is the most precious fucking thing I have in the world is my time. It's the most valuable thing that I have. Mm-hmm. It's my, it's the most important resource. So respect my fucking time. Yeah. And I try, I'm not always the best, but I try to respect other people's time. So if you say you're going to be somewhere, you be at that fucking place and you be at that place on time. That's what you do. If you say I'm going to be there at noon, then you be there at noon or, or before, right? Just, you have to understand that other people have lives and they have priorities and they have things that they have to do. The other thing that irritates the shit out of me is absence of communication. If you're not going to fucking be there or you're going to be late, just let me know. Just tell me. Yeah, saying something goes a long way. Well, I think that's scary for people. Well, I will will tell you this. I, me personally in a relationship, I will be significantly more angry 
at the absence of communication than being wronged in some other way. Just being way. stood up altogether yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah, dude, that's shitty. That is shitty. Because unless unless there is a unless there is a tragedy or an accident or some circumstance that has arisen, you should respect people and respect their time and respect the obligations that you've made. Now, one of my biggest character flaws is that I make too many obligations. Sure. I have a hard time saying no to people. I think most people overcommit. It's yeah. overcommit and underdeliver, and yeah. you're supposed to do the opposite. Yeah. Undercommit yeah. Over, and overdeliver. Over, yeah, you basically underpromise, overdeliver to yeah. use the old sort of retail or business adage. Yeah, for sure. They say that in the car business all the time. They're like underpromise and overdeliver. What bothers you about other people's kids? Yeah, I, generally speaking, I, d- I don't like misbehaved kids. Like, I don't like when my kids misbehave, and it's even more annoying when it's somebody else's because you don't have that unconditional love toward this other person's kid. And if they are just a terribly misbehaved child, because you're going to under, you understand that every kid is going to misbehave a little bit. So there's, there's a level of permissibility there that's undeniable. Like, ah, you're a kid. You do this shit. No big deal. But then there's every fucking thing else. And it's like, dude, all you do is push buttons. Like, do your parents not pay attention to you? Or do they just let you do whatever the fuck you want? Is it a combination of the two? Like, you act like an asshole. And I can't punch you in the neck, so do I punch your dad in the neck? Because this is fucking stupid. But then you just don't hang out with those people. Yeah, see, I... With the, with the, uh, my fuck, I don't, I don't know how you do. Like, I mean, I, I don't believe the big lie that having children is wonderful and everybody talks about, oh, having kids is great. Oh, you'll change your mind. Oh, you want to have kids. I know so many people with children, and this is not necessarily applied to you two, that are not happy because they have kids and the, the amount of time and effort and work that goes into the child is intense, but you have this inbred affection, right? You have an encoded mm-hmm. affection for yeah, your child. Yeah, it's literally coded into your DNA. Because if you didn't, you'd kill it. Yeah. Right? Because it's fucking horrible, right? And so you think about, I love my kids. It's the only reason I don't kill them. Consider, I don't love your kids or your neighbor's kids, or those. I don't have any affection for those fucking children. I want them to shut up. It's weird. So if there's somebody that you've had a longstanding relationship with and uh, you have a good good deal of admiration for them, you will typically love their kid because their kid's basically an extension of them as far as you're concerned. Like it's, I think it's kind of subconscious, but like I remember when my, a couple of my friends that I was really close to had babies, I fucking love those kids. I was like, oh, look at that. And you're like playing with it like it's one of your own. And it's because that person is like basically family to you. So you see that kid a little different. Um, it's, it's more so when your kids start making friends that it's really hard. Or there's family members that you're not super close to, but you have to be around sometimes. Like that's when that's really, really difficult. How so? Because your so kids will make friends see, with total cunts. Okay, gotcha. So you're saying that if Christopher or Tier make friends with... You have, you have zero with emotional Lisa attachment. or Travis, yeah. and Lisa and Travis are fucking assholes. Yeah, that's you're, hard. you're like, fuck them. Or worse yet, Lisa and Travis's parents are fucking assholes. Yeah, if it's that's a combination be between the two. I, I always worry that I'm that asshole parent. For sure. And then I have the asshole kid. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You, yeah. you do not have no, the asshole it's like, kid. You are the asshole like, parent. They're like... 
99%. No, Tyr's a sweet kid. Why is The other one is evil. Christopher is a wonderful kid. Why is his namesake such a prick? Yeah. That's a great question. I don't, I mean, I, I mean, we could, we could spend episodes hours, analyzing hours, yes. why you're such the an cuntiness asshole. of their father. Yeah, but I just, you know, the thing is, is that when you think about, and I don't mean you, Chris and Tara, I mean the royal you. Yeah. When you think about how annoying your children are, just remember most other people don't love your child. So not only is your child wretched to them, yeah. but they also don't have this genetic coding to not. Destroy them. I mean, there's nothing preventing them from wanting to grind your child into powder. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peterson said in 12 Rules for Life. You love him so much. I do love that guy so much. Uh, In in that book, he says, don't let your kids do anything that makes you hate them. That's Mm. one of the rules. Yeah, well, my existing, I guess, was the real serious problem that my mom had then. I guess, you know, just being on planet Earth. When was the last time you saw her? Uh, It was 2005. Fuck her then. Yeah. Did you want to go throw rocks at her house you know when we're done funny, here? Though here's here's the thing, is that people experience trauma mm-hmm. in their lives, and those traumas stay with them. Now, is my trauma annoying? And constantly hearing about my trauma annoying to people, probably. But it's interesting. You'll send a human being off to war for three, four, five years, and they will come back fucking ruined yeah. by things that they've. And these are people who, you know, who are often, trained for it. Yeah, who were who were trained for it, but also oftentimes are in that age grouping where their brains have not yet fully formed. Now, you take trauma for people that experienced as a child, right? Whether it's physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse while their brains are still early on, that fucking ruins people. And so do I harp on it too much? Absolutely. Should I not bitch about it as much? Probably. But that's something that's stuck in me, man. No, it's like I a was, scar that I'll never I was forget. more so asking because I didn't know if you had some kind of relationship with no, her. I, I, like, I know yeah. you didn't really talk to her, but I didn't know if you did the, hey, I'm going to appease my brother. No, I mean, I, yeah, no, you know I what I mean? I haven't seen her. It'll be 15 years in August. Jesus. Because I haven't seen her since memory got shot in 2005. Wow. So back to my initial question. Do you want to go throw rocks at her house? No, of course not. I don't don't care. I mean, it's probably easier to live and let live. I mean, if I was a healthy, wise individual, I would do my best to let it go and not harp on it. But I'm not a healthy individual. Uh, I thought you were going to say if I was a healthy individual, I would go kill her. No, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to murder anybody. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, murder is wrong. Yes. Taking life in the for self-defense, and that's a whole different ball of wax. But that's not why we're here. It's we're, not. We're here to know what grinds your gears. Oh, man, so many things. I have so many pet peeves, Chris. I have so many. You know, I, I run into them a lot at work, and I think it's because of the amount of time that I spend with those people. There's, like, dumb shit. Okay, there's certain people that I would not hire. I would not hire them. I don't, and it's not because they can't do the job or anything like that. It's just because it's a personality that I don't want to fucking be around. Sure. Um, I don't want to be around a bunch of people that are just like me. No. I do want to be around a bunch of people that have the same fucking goal. Like, I don't like people that are okay fluttering there. Like, that's one of the things that drives me crazy. So if you have somebody that's just a floater, they're a floater, 
it is difficult to be around them because they will come to you with stupid shit. And it's not like, hey, I'm coming just to shoot the shit or bullshit with you. It's just stupid shit. And you're like, dude, do you have a brain in your fucking body? Can you give me an example of stupid shit? Absolutely. I've got one. So we had a guy who would come up to you and ask you if you had seen the keys to random vehicles on the lot. Uh, now, why cur- why would you ask somebody that? There, there seems to me like that there would be a very strictly organized system of what keys go where assigned to what vehicles. I'm so glad you bring that to the table because there fucking is and there has been since like 1982. And I guess it doesn't move. I, I seem No, like that- <laughs> it's a goddamn safe that's bolted to the fucking ground. And Captain <laughs> Dipshit would come up and he'd be like, have you seen the keys to 19232? And you're like, is it checked out in my name? And he's like, no. And it's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> How about that? Have you seen the keys to it? You dumb fuck. And like, that was... <laughs> absolutely infuriating and he didn't just do it to, he did it to everybody in the store why the fuck are you asking them it would be easier to say hey have you seen the keys to that red car right there or did you show it or something like that because there's a possibility that maybe somebody else handed them the key but when you just walk up and start spouting out some random fucking numbers at somebody like you're some kind of goddamn computer programmer and you're not you've got an iq of about 83 okay the military won't take you like you're fucking dumb, dude. I feel like that that was disparaging to the military. It's not. If you have an IQ of under 85, the military cannot legally take you because you were a detriment to those around you. Huh. Yes. So that's part of ASVAB is that portion of the IQ test. So I, what I'm saying is, like, the military won't even take you, like, to catch bullets. Okay? They wouldn't send you out to the front line because you would be a detriment to those around you. And somehow you've made it into this workforce and society where you are not only here having to cooperate with other individuals, dealing with thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars per transaction, but you, you, you can't even keep track of your fucking keys that you had out yesterday. That's terrible. No, it was infuriating, and he did it all the time. I feel like the first place you go is the safe to look for the keys. Yeah. Then the keys I asked there. him. I would ask him that. I'd be like, did you check the safe? No. Get the fuck away from me. But then the second place you would check is the ledger. So if the keys aren't in the safe... There's no ledger. See, the safe is beautiful. It has a computer built into it that has the ledger. Oh, so you could just you look at the key. You go to one fucking place. You oh. type key number in. Boop. Pops up or it doesn't. And then it says, hey, Billy has it. Oh, hey, Billy. I saw that you checked this out. Can you help me out? Oh, I sold it? Or, oh, I accidentally left it out. Here it is. That seems fairly reasonable. So fucking simple, but this guy would do that all the time. And then there were other times where he'd walk outside and he'd be like, who left all these cars here? Uh, We work at a car dealership. So probably the motherfucker whose name is on the building left them all here. I don't know. Maybe it was Lou. Maybe it was someone else in the Fuse family that left all these Whatever fucking auto group you work for, the guy that's name is on the building, it's probably fucking there. Holy cow. And then management hated him. Management hated him because he'd walk up and he'd stand there with his arms curled up like a fucking T-Rex and he'd look at you with this blank stare and he'd be like, oh, would you give me some numbers? 
For what? What are we doing here? Do you have a customer? <laughs> Seven. Yeah. Seven's number. Oh, one of the guys did that to him. <laughs> he's like, he goes, <laughs> one of the managers is like, what the fuck do you want from me? And he's like, I just wanted numbers for this. He's like, why wouldn't you come to me and use your words and say, I need this. I think use your words is one it's of the most so fucking demeaning. wickedly condescending things that you could say it to is. somebody. But that's, he ha- this guy has kids, and that's something that you would say to your kids if they're acting retarded. So he says it to this man who is. I, you mean, again, I, I'm a pretty angry person. I think that, I, I don't know, I'd have a hard time saying to my kid, like, use your words, because I don't want my kid, of all people, to feel that me as the parent is condescending <laughs> and shitting on them. So, Maybe that's because I'm sensitive to it because I'm such a fucking bitch, little bitch. I am a, no, I'm a, I'm a smaller bitch than I was, you know, six months ago. But I'm still a big chubby bitch. But yeah, so this guy is like, you need to use your words and tell me what it is you're looking to accomplish here. And he's like, well, you don't have to be so mean. You just wasted fucking seven minutes here talking about something that doesn't exist. And somebody didn't have to be mean to yeah, you. Yeah, I think, I, think, uh, I think maybe I do have to be mean. I think that our patience with you for all of this time has reached its limit. And that obviously I'm going to change tactics because being polite to you or even being passively aggressive is ineffective. So I'm just going to go straight, hardcore aggro. Oh, I, I threatened before I was in management. I told him I was going to send him home one day. <laughs> you can, don't have that authority. That's exactly right. <laughs> That is exactly right. It didn't matter. I assumed the authority, therefore I had it. And we, that was his line. You don't have to be so mean. Um, so we're all, I'm getting everybody together to do something because we had to shift the lot around. And I'm like, I'm not going to go spend the next 12 hours doing this and then come back and do it tomorrow for 12 more, I'm getting all these guys to come out so that we can get it done in just a few hours. That yeah. makes the most sense to me. So I get everybody rounded up. Everybody is very, very cooperative because they understand that this is going to make their job easier. Said individual is like sitting there, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And he's like, oh, I'm doing this. And I was like, no, you're fucking not. I'm like, there is a general consensus amongst the staff right now that we're going to do this to make things better. I was saluting oh, yeah, general yeah, yeah, consensus. Yeah. General consensus. I'm sorry. I was like, is one of the kids behind you or something? <laughs> um, or behind me. So I'm like, so you're going to go outside and you're going to help everybody here so that everybody's job is easier or you can fucking go home. And he's like, you didn't have to be so mean. I'm like, I asked you nicely earlier and you fucking sat here like a, like a bump on a log or whatever like a fucking ward on a frog, like a dumb cunt in this office. That's what you did. <laughs> I was, oh, how have you not gotten fired? I don't know. Oh, well, all right. Hey, honest answer. I love I that. Did, it, I don't work there anymore. I quit there. Oh, this is a different, oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Different dealership. Well, yeah. No, this dealership is cool. Um, I love it. It's the best. You can hold hands with your boss until he squeals. And never get fired. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. What if you put your hand on his on his rump? What if you just put a little... What if you came up to your boss and you just slipped your right hand into his left slacks pocket? That would be fucking hysterical. Just right on his hiney. 
Just, I don't know. I've not thought of that one. I think you should do it. Yeah, there's certain stuff that I don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that you should do that. And I think I'm ninety percent sure it'd be fine. No, yeah, you. Really? I think it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be angry for a minute, mm-hmm. maybe a little confused, half chub. You know? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, his the he would be he would uh, would be tight against the seam if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think his lower <laughs> half would experience rigor mortis, but. <laughs> 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 But I don't. I don't know why the rigidity of your boss's penis, why that has become a subject of the show. But when you did, made me giggle. Good, you did. You did rigor mortis. You know, I stole that from Family Guy. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, it was not original. Mm. Yeah, I stole tight against the seam from uh, from Jethro Tull. So, see, neither of us are that fucking original. Oh no, 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 no. There's no such thing we as originality. Shouldn't. It's just taking other people's ingredients and making my own making your own cake. My own delicious recipe of bloviation. Yes. Bloviation. You can blow my Asian. I will blow directly into your butt. I could swell you up, man, like a little balloon. I mean, you, you're not a big guy, but I could blow into your butt and just watch your tummy fill up like a little She's balloon. She's not even paying attention. Watch you... <laughs> <laughs> around the room as your distended your distended colon your pink sock just <laughs> your pink sock oh my god that and my little wiener flapping in the air <laughs> it's a shame when your penis is dwarfed by your distended colon but you know. it happens all the time it's such a normal thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's let's take a step back here, Chris. I need to understand what is happening all the time and normal. No, I was just trying to distending your colon. Yeah, everybody are you does like that, are you they? like Tigger instead of a tail? You just spring from just, point A to point B fucking, because your butthole colon. entrails leaving, are hanging out. Yes, leaving leaving little little trail of feces <laughs> and blood. Occasionally, a curl of corn. Yes. Yeah. I think that my vulgarity annoys people. I think that... Uh, I think it's the best. Yeah. Now, what annoys me about your vulgarity is that you don't like Big Mouth. Why is that annoying? Because okay. it's fucking stupid. How you are Big Mouth. Like, that how, show is about you. Okay, there, that show has zero, zero subtlety. And... Go on. <laughs> it did. It, it, Go on. It is so crass and I want hammer-like. You, it's like a big I want you to again, of filth. I want you to again me. describe <laughs> the act of bouncing on one's colon, distended colon, like Tigger. Okay, there, because there was creativity there. There was effort in creation and invoke and evoking Having a bag of dicks? Bag yeah. of dicks isn't creative? It's, it's lazy. Well, That's what dicks. it is. That's what it is. Big mouth is lazy filth. Oof. It's not creative filth. It's just filth. Now, they have their elements. They have their moments. The hormone monster is pretty funny. That creepy, bald, I'm not sure if he's a child molester or not, gym teacher guy is Make disturbing. Make and you're squishy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't. No, I'm not. It's not for me. I it's fucking not. love that show. I don't get it. I was just going back and rewatching it not that long ago because I was like, this is delightful. I don't get it. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I... I thoroughly enjoy it so have you have you ever had to do anything to stop your friends gear grinding have you had to throw a wrench into the proverbial gears well yes 
um, in the sense that I have, again, really only when it comes to uh, a coworker or an employee or at a gaming table, some somewhere I have where I have some semblance of authority, authority or working relationship with them. I might get so annoyed where I'm like, I need you to stop this behavior or change that behavior or do this differently. Um, now, if it is merely something that I find annoying, I recognize that I am petty and difficult and angry. So I try not to let, I try to basically evaluate, is this something that is impacting our professional relationship or our game relationship versus something that just annoys me? Because if I shit on everybody for everything that annoyed me, I mean, I would have fewer friends than I already have, right? But yeah, yeah, for sure. I've asked people, I need you to stop doing that or I need you to particularly like at work and being on time. If you don't respect the job enough to be here when you're supposed to be here, don't, why are you bothering? Don't be here yeah. at all. Yeah, just don't. I mean, come on. It's easy. I like your style. It's the easiest fucking thing in the world. You have your job, be at your job on time. Why is that so hard? But it's. I don't care if your kid was bleeding, lady. Well, now hold on a second. I didn't. I'm I, just being malicious. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say without reason. The problem is, is the people that are late are always late. It doesn't matter sure. what it is, right? There's always an excuse. There's always an explanation. There's always a problem. It's, yeah, the excuse is they don't know how to manage their yeah, time. It, it's it's never that I should have got out of bed 15 minutes earlier than I did. Sure, it's never that. You know, just fuck off, man. Don't don't respect my time. Don't be here. I had a. I've managed to gain my boss's respect with honesty at work recently, and I thought that was interesting um, because you're everybody's scared to say what they're going to do when they leave work. Why? I don't know. Is so, like, because, if they ask, they're all a bunch of, you if know. they ask to leave early or something like that, they're like, hey, can I leave early? And if asked why. It's none of your business. They Well, they'll just come up with some bullshit. Fuck that, dude. So, I got, I got a call that, my mixer here was in early and I was like, okay. So in guitar center where I bought it closed at seven o'clock. I didn't get off till seven o'clock. So I told my boss, I was like, Hey, can I leave at like six o'clock dude? Because I'm going to go get this thing and go hang out with my family. And he was like, he's like, did you just ask if you could get off early so that you could go pick something up from guitar center and then spend the rest of your evening with your family? I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, dude, you can totally go do that. Kick ass. Yeah, he's like, I get it. No, that makes perfect sense. He's like, I just, I was going to see what you'd say. And I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking lie to you. And he was like, yeah, I don't really expect that out of you. And I was like, neat. Wow, that's interesting because when your boss said, I don't really expect that out of you, the the inference that I draw is that your boss does expect it from some of your coworkers. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's for sure people that'll bullshit why they can't be there or why they don't want to be there. I'm I'm pretty straightforward. Like last week was the last week of the month or whatever. It, it, oh, it was the holiday weekend. It, like Friday it was fucking miserable. Like busy? No, no. Fucking dead and just miserable. And the customers were difficult because the only people that really shop for vehicles on the day before holiday or on a holiday are difficult people. Um, 
they're, they're people that either want to get a stupid good deal or people that are really having trouble buying a car, that sort of thing. Uh, and is it is that a traditional sales or good deal weekend, a holiday weekend? Every like holiday, people think they're going to come in and they feel like they've got you by the balls. It's a holiday weekend. You're going to give me the best deal. Uh, I'm going to give you the same deal that I would have given you two days ago. Yeah. Or maybe two days from now. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Come on in on a Wednesday morning at 11. Yeah. That's when you're going to get your best deal. I had, I had somebody tell me that I should have given them the deal that I was going to give them last month because they were there. And I was like, I'm like, you understand that that was last month. And I told you last month that I won't do that deal this month. He's like, yeah. I'm like, so guess what I'm not going to do that deal this month. You know what drives me fucking crazy? Mm. When I go to the grocery store and they want to talk about my groceries, the person checking me out wants to, and I don't mean checking me out physically, obviously. Yeah, you do. They, they want to talk about, oh, mm, these yogurts are expensive. We've got one fucking cunt at this one particular schnooks that we go to. That's a local grocery chain in our area. Every goddamn time I go through with my Noosa yogurts, she's like, oh, these yogurts are expensive. Oh, you guys are getting a lot of these. Oh, you must really like, mind your own goddamn business. Your job is to ask me if I have fucking coupons, if I found everything okay, if I want paper or plastic, and if I'm lucky enough to have some shithead kid at the end who's actually going to be there to bag my stuff because your union has just fucked the grocery store in a way that we've got 57 aisles. We only have three checkers and two baggers. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Urgh. But then What's... don't don't talk to me about my food. Just shut up. Don't, because now you're fucking judging me. Don't, I, and I know you're judging me, but you just be a good person and you judge me in fucking silence like everybody else does. You know what's been funny? So since the COVID stuff has been going on, Walmarts are running a skeleton crew and there's a limit on how many people they can have in the store. Right. I'm like, you understand the most effective use that you can make of people's times is having more checkout people here. Mm-hmm. Well, the idea is Even that if it lessens the occupancy that you can have within the building. It, but it will increase exposure, right? I think that their concern is going to be, we can't have people. What's the, what's their fucking excuse at Thanksgiving or, you know, Black Friday or the day? Stop well, there wasn't, it. there was, because diseases, There's, look, Chris, you got to understand, we've never had a disease in the world. The in earth, on planet earth. There has never been a pandemic. We've never had diseases. We've never had anything like this. And certainly, I mean, to be less hyperbolic, uh, you know, and I I didn't come up with this quote, but it's essentially the polio of our lifetime, right? I mean, it's a thing that spreads very, very easily that has caused, you know, casualties. Now, I don't want to get into a whole thing about it, but uh, I don't know where I was going with that. No, my my whole thing was at that point, it's not even you're. You're having more people come through the store at the same time. Exposure is going to be heightened at that point in time if you've got 17 people standing in a fucking line mm-hmm. instead of two people standing in a line with more checkers. Right. Like, I, I understand that you're trying to expose less of your staff, but guess what? You've only got like six people fucking in the store anyway, so what's it matter? You have 48 people on staff. I- so you mean to tell me that you can't rotate those motherfuckers like every other business in the world? Stop it. Yeah, I, Did I tell you what, man? I just don't. I mean, I'm, I'm working from home. My wife is working from home. Um, I, I just don't. I just, 
I just order everything online that I can. I'd been and just and just get it get it from you know get it from Amazon or whatever online store. I've got friends that they don't even set foot into the into stores like Walmart or Target. They just place their online order and go pick it up. Well, we were doing the Walmart online ordering for sure for like groceries and stuff yeah. for a while. Um, that's great, and it kept us from impulse buying. That was like the greatest part about it because I am a terrible fucking impulse. Builder. I I believe that. Oh yeah, no, I'm the worst about it. I built a I built a computer this past week. Okay, it started off. I was like, oh, this is gonna take a few months to do. <laughs> Look, your wife just gave you. Oh was yeah, amazing. No, it was awesome. So it was, I'm like, this is gonna take a few months. I'll do it slowly. Blah blah blah. So then my kid is like, Dad, I would defeat you in Fortnite no matter what. And I'm like, I will fucking destroy you. I, I explained to him, I'm like, hey, eventually you should start playing on a PC because it's easier to aim with this mouse because wherever you point the mouse is where your uh, reticle is set. So it makes things easier on you. I'm like, it's a lot more simple than a controller. And he's like, no, I would smash anybody. And I'm like, I'm like, you're fucking wrong. You're fucking wrong. That's why the best players in the world, guess what? They play on PC. There's the whole reason why there is... You know the the console plebes and the PC master race, right? I mean, there's a there's a whole reason why people shit on consoles because PCs are better computers. They are. So we get into this thing at dinner, and it's like a twenty minute me taunting my ten year old <laughs> session and telling him that I'm gonna fuck him up in Fortnite. I don't even care about Fortnite. I'm like, look, I'm taking three months. I will train, and then I will fucking crush you. I'm like, there is no refuge in this world for you. I want you to understand that. <laughs> he's like, it's like, you're just noob. You didn't even got any skins, dad. And I'm like, man, I'm going to fucking make you crumble and destroy everything that you love. All right. So, so your, your 10 year old son. Yeah. Bothered you so much with his boasting about Fortnite that you, instead of this taking months to finish your computer, spent thousands of dollars building a computer. <laughs> Have you started playing any Fortnite? Last night, so I just finished it like uh, Sunday. Okay, so last night I played it for a couple of minutes, but now, now it's go time, bitch. Mm. Yes, so I am prepared to crush this child that I love. Okay, I'm doing it for him. This is parenting. You're welcome. Uh, so, yeah, built this computer. I was ordering everything on Amazon. Now, um, computer parts right now, because everybody is like, oh, I'll build a computer and just sit home and game. Guess what? Computer parts are way fucking marked up on Amazon because a bunch of private sellers bought everything and are now reselling at a higher price. Oh, sure. Consoles uh, consoles are, are, are difficult Are they spiked to too? Yeah. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to Micro Center. So I bought a few things online, and then I just ended up going to Micro Center. I could have literally just gone to Micro Center and bought everything and been happy as a lark and spent the same money. Uh, you know, whatever. Hindsight's twenty twenty. So built this fucking computer, enjoyed the shit out of it. I bought a processor that was bad. That was weird. Hmm. I thought I had a bad motherboard. It was a bad CPU. So I took the CPU back, and they're like, if one pin on this is broken, we're not returning it. I'm like, if you don't return this, I'm going to put my foot in your fucking ass. Uh, they returned it. Everything went splendidly. It was great. Huh. I, I could not imagine building my own computer. That sounds like a tremendous amount of effort. It sounds way more difficult than it is. So 
I had everything put together, and this is when, generally speaking, if you have everything put together, all your fans and lights and everything kick on, you get your beeps, and uh, you don't get display, it means your motherboard's bad. So I go get a new motherboard, and same thing happens. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Two motherboards aren't bad. So then I, I'm like, is there something? Did I? Am I stupid? Did I hook something wrong up? Like, which is very possible because I've only built a couple of computers. So I'm looking and I'm like, no, that's definitely not that. So I'm like, oh, I start thinking about it, and I, I remember being in the cell phone business, and like, if somebody's processor in their phone would shoot shit. No display. Other stuff could work. You could feel the phone vibrate and stuff like that, but no display. So I, I'm i like, let's fucking try it. Let's try it. So I take it back, and they're like, hmm, this probably isn't right. I'm like, uh, this is right. Bring the processor back, slap in the motherboard, and it works splendidly. Kick ass. Yeah. So I was excited. I put a, this thing is fucking mean, and it's like six feet tall. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, Chris, yeah no, so Chris and I are sitting down at the table, <laughs> and he shows me six feet tall at approximately two and a half feet. That's exactly right. He's like, he's like six feet. Look at that, Mike. It's fucking six feet. It's fucking as long as we can agree at him askew, that this is six inches. And then he just kept raising his hand until <laughs> eventually he was taller than either of us. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's about six feet. That's it right there. That's, That's the one. Yeah, Chris, you know, Chris does a lot of hyperbole. That bothers me. Do you? Does it? No, okay. no of course I not. I have so much fun with it. Yeah. So I love taking words that you say and then molesting them and yeah. making them something else. It is an easy pet peeve, and you, unfortunately, are not the only person in my life for whom I have affection that abuses me with that. Yeah. I love that everybody in your life abuses you. I don't abuse you. I love you. You do love me, but you abuse me by deliberately you engage in schadenfreude. You love to irritate me by misusing language. You literally check the fucking tape. You literally just told the audience that it amuses you to do shit and mispronounce words deliberately because it gets on my fucking nerves. No, because it's to play with you. I want to be playful with you. Oh, I'm going to play with you too. I'm going to hold you down because you may be faster than me, but I'm stronger than you. So if I catch you, I'm going to hold you down and anything I want to do to and you. And I'm going to cry on it. your shoulder you because you hurted me. You, you hurted me so bad. Yeah, I'm going to do to you like my buddy Daniel does. <laughs> like if you, if you don't like it, fuck stop me. Okay. <laughs> And then I will just fucking cram a thumb oh. in your ass. Oh, now and you see them what happened to theirs, then I would just get firmer, right? You're like, I would just get harder. Okay. All right. All right. And this is terrible. And it's probably going to annoy the audience. But I listened to this podcast called Time Suck with this comedian, Dan Cummins. And in a recent episode, I was listening to about a serial killer, Joachim something or other, this German serial killer. One of the reasons why he eluded detection for so long... When he ejaculated, he would ejaculate in such a tremendous volume that crime scene investigators thought it was multiple people. Holy they thought shit. that there were multiple attackers. Just the one guy, just raping, cutting people. You will, he would kill them. Then he'd have sex with them. Then a prodigious, just, just this copious amount of ejaculate. And, and then he'd carve them up and take home parts of their body and eat them. The point is, is that he eluded detection for so long because of the copious amounts of ejaculate. And 
I want to say a half a dozen different people were persecuted and or prosecuted for crimes that he had committed. Holy shit. Few people committed suicide because they were so distraught about having been persecuted and or prosecuted. Family members of people committed suicide. I mean, just a fucking tragic. So this guy was basically Satan. Uh, it's absolutely tragic. He was, he was monstrous. And for, for anybody who wants to listen to a good podcast, you should check out Time Suck with Dan Cummins. That sounds magical. It's really, really great. And I guess it annoys me when people promote other shows on their show that has nothing to do with the show that I tuned in to listen to. Yeah, so I guess we're going to do that right now. Um, you guys have been listening to Who Wears the Pants? And you can go to our website, whowearsthepantspodcast.com, where you can follow us on social media and stuff like that. You can uh, follow Mike's project, the Influence Foundation, Gosh. by going to goinfo.org. You can tell them more about it. Thanks, go on. goinfo.org. Well, that's pretty much that's pretty much it, Chris. I mean, we've got... Uh, got that's, your YouTubes. That's it. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can go to YouTube, uh, check out the Influence Foundation. Uh, right now, just interview, podcast, few articles I actually started putting together something and this is not a subject that we should talk about on this show but about race and gaming right oh and i would love to in relationships i would love to get an interracial couple on the show oh that'd be amazing I would love we need to, to sit down with people who are you know who are from different racial backgrounds and yeah. talk about being in a relationship today yeah that'd be fa- actually there's a kid at work that has that going on yeah yeah i don't know how good he would be on a show I'll find somebody that I think is because he's young. He's yeah. young. It's it's hard to have people that are super young and in a relationship on the show. Like uh, when JP was on it, he's just a baby. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? It's different if they have a little more life experience to him. That that's I think it's more exciting. We should get your parents on the show. Your mom and your dad, bio parents, right? So and just my dad's in Tejas. Yeah, but we could get him on the phone. Is that where is that where he is that where he and his purchased bride are is in That's Tejas? exactly right, yeah. Why yeah. is she in Tejas? Him and the mail order bride? Yeah. Cause that's where oil was. Oh, is that what he's doing? That's what he was doing, yeah. Is he working a rig? Is he a leatherneck? Um, he is a fracker. Oh. The worst kind of oil man. Oh, I, okay, yeah. So the the more earth destruction fracking. I that's guess. exactly right. It's the best. Um it's driven oil prices way down. You can thank me next time you uh, gas well, up your car. I didn't. You, I didn't Chris. do anything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna thank. <laughs> I'm gonna thank your dad. You should. Yeah, you should. Absolutely. We should call him that. and just be like, "Hey, uh, thank you," and he'll be like, "What the fuck is going on? Are you dying? Are you on drugs?" That's what he would go to. Um, you can follow my project, Entertain the Geeky. Uh, we've got a podcast over there. You can go to entertainthegeeky.com to follow everything that we do there. Um, there's myself, Roger, and Jason. We host a show called Nerd News. We host the ETG podcast. And then uh, Roger's going to be starting up a show soon where he talks about Tales from the Table or something like that. I want to do – yeah, I like that idea. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it off mic. I, one more thing that annoys me. And this is going to be unpopular and seem unpatriotic, but uh, I fucking hate fireworks in the neighborhood. I, Ooh. Fucking, I fucking hate it. Dude, hate Tara's it. foot got blown up. I, are you okay? It was awesome. I, I hate fireworks in the neighborhood, and, and, here's, and here's why. Because people don't respect the time oh, constraints. Oh. You want to do your fireworks until 11 o'clock at night? Fine. I'll stay up with my dog and keep him from freaking out and being miserable, even though he's super, super unhappy. But when you're doing fireworks at midnight and 3 o'clock in the morning, 
if I came out and I just fucking shot you in the goddamn face and used the reports of your fireworks and those fucking mortars you're firing to hide the report of my firearm, I'd be the guy to go to prison. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense because you could have just shot the dog. You're a monster, Parsons. <laughs> oh, my God. No, okay, so I'll tell I this. I don't have anything else to say, Chris. You fucking ruined me. <laughs> Why would you? Of course I'm not going to shoot people. It's just disrespectful to go out there and make noise and litter. And I be agree. a fucking prick to your goddamn neighbors. And here you are wanting to kill canines. You're a monster. I am. And, you know, the reason that I'm so angry is because my poor wife got shot in the foot with a firework that malfunctioned. Shot in the foot? In the foot. So. Okay. Well, now, it looks like the bottom of her foot. Now, yeah, it was, I, it was if, amazing. Let yeah, me tell if, the story. Jesus, Mike. Okay. <laughs> you know what else annoys me is how much I interrupt you. So, we are shooting off fireworks. There's five left. I know how many there were left. There's five left. And uh, one of them fucking shoots out it shoots out the side yeah she's telling the story so i didn't want to tell the story i don't know if you could hear her though yeah she could you couldn't you want to come tell the story just come tell the story chris lit a firework and it blew out the side and then all of a sudden it hit a truck a little closer there you go. Doing good. <laughs> all right, all of a sudden, it hits the firework. Wham! Hits a truck. It hits the truck, somehow gets to itself wedged in between my flip-flop and my sh- foot, and it blew up oh. on my foot. Did you have to go to the hospital? No. no. Well, that's good. I had to go to the beer cooler, and I kept my foot in that fucker until 4 a.m., until finally I could take my foot out of the cooler, and it didn't feel like it was on fire, and I sent him to the store and just bandaged it and... Been doing that. Aww. Yeah, you're cute. Um, so I was going to tell this story, and there's these things that we do, and we're like, fuck, I am a good person. And then within 40 seconds of that, you immediately do something that negates your good deed. So my wife and family are being blown up by fireworks. Everybody fucking runs away. I run at the firework to punt it across the street. I'm like, no one else will be harmed. I fucking punt this thing, okay? And I was like, goddamn right. I'm a hero. And then I walk over to my wife, who's injured, and she's sitting on the ground. She's like, oh, babe, it hurts so bad. And I'm like, ha, <laughs> I couldn't stop fucking laughing about it. <laughs> That's amazing. So do you, so is it like all blistered and bloody? Yeah, and she's gross. <laughs> she, yeah, I want to see it. But yeah, it was fucked up. Fucked up and awesome. So yeah, she's going to show him the foot. Do you, I guess we'll do your reaction here too, since we're all right, already here. I love here. that. Yeah, yeah, no. So I mean, you're talking to a guy who, after my wife was shot, the amount of injuries and wound care that I had to participate in. Oh, it's good and blistered. It is good and blistered, though. I mean, that looks like—I mean, that looks like Tyler, the back of Tyler Durden's hand from fucking Fight Club. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I haven't seen it since it blistered. Let me see it. <laughs> it looks way better. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh. it was fucking cool looking. That's amazing. Oh, that's not so bad. I was thinking the blister was taking up like half the bottom of your foot. Oh, well, yeah, your foot, that's just a little baby. Baby blister. Yeah, I was there. You were like, I need ice. It was like two in the morning. She's like, hey, you might have to go get ice. And I was like, there's like all of the ice in the freezer. I'll just dump it all on the thing. So I do. And she's like, thank you. I'm like, do you need anything else? She is a fucking terrorist. And when I ask the question, do you need anything else? She doesn't say, oh, give me a second. I'll think or anything like that. She sits there in silence for minutes at a time. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go do something else. Or I'm like, what do you fucking need? She's like, I was thinking. (laughs) And I'm like, man, fuck you. You think too long. You make us say words. You you guys are so aggressive with each other. (laughs) She's my best friend. Got a little bit hate each other to keep on loving each other. I, I don't think it's how it works. All right. Well, I mean, if it's how it works for you guys, and I think that's fucking spectacular. All right. So yeah, that's all we got. All right. Bye. Mahalo.